Hi, and welcome again to the Yes and I Am podcast, the podcast where we learn about people. I'm Aaron Max, and today's guest I am super excited about. This guy is a legend in sports. He has won every award in basketball that they have to offer. He's the only one who's gotten coach of the year, player of the year, uh, executive of the year. And uh, I just want to know the state of basketball, and I think there would be no one better to ask than Mr. Larry Bird. How's it going, Larry? Well, Aaron, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing all right. You know, I'm, I'm doing about as well as we all can do these days. I mean, we're all, we're all missing basketball. You know, it's nice to hear you talk about those things, but uh, man, I miss it. Um, yeah, I mean, you're currently an advisor for the, uh, Indianapolis or, um, sorry, Indiana Pacers. Indiana Pacers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what are you guys thinking? What's going on behind the curtain? What are people talking about? Uh, will basketball return? You know, I, I really hope so, but we got to do what's best for the team. We have to do what's best for the league. But honestly, Aaron, I'm going to tell you this, and I hope this stays between us and the listeners, is that there's a bit of a silver lining to all this because we had a certain player, a a certain superstar, who was just getting back from an injury. And uh, this is going to give him a little more time to heal, if you know what I'm saying. So Uh, You're talking about Victor Oladipo? I am talking about the masked singer himself, Victor Oladipo. Oh, you, you watched The Mass Singer? I had to watch it. So Victor told me, he called me and he said, Larry Legend, he calls me Larry Legend. He said, watch The Mass Singer. I'm not going to tell you why, Larry Legend, but watch it. And when did you, know, did you know it was him? I Well, the fact that he called me and told me to watch it kind of made me think it might be him, you know? And then I heard him sing, and it sounded like him, so I kind of figured it was him. For the listeners out there, we're talking about Thingamajig. He was Great the Thingamajig. Voice. Yeah, no, he, 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 was, he was incredible. This is actually the third mass Singer conversation we're having on the podcast in the last, like, five episodes. Well, I mean, I'm, I don't do a lot of podcasts, Aaron, so do you think we should steer away from the mass Singer? No, part? I, I, I love the mass Singer. Oh, I'm, I, I'm a huge fan. Uh we had uh, Nicole Scherzinger on the show, and like, ah, oh, it, it's such a guilty pleasure of mine. I'm wondering though, so did they like record enough of it in advance, or is we gonna get left hanging, like wondering who the last mass singer is? I, I'm 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 with you there too, Aaron. I mean, honestly, they don't look. I tried to pull some strings. I tried to let them know that it was Larry Legend trying to figure out what was going on. I said it's Larry Bird, you know. Boston Celtic, current Indiana Pacer, you know, let me know yeah. if I can if I can watch the show. And they said you got to wait with everybody else, Larry. And I, I offered them tickets to Pacers games. I tried to sell them my championship ring, one of my championship rings. Try to swap it for the information to early access. They wouldn't do it. I mean, you know, they keep they keep it locked up pretty tight. But you, you think it's a good time for, like, players to get healthy? Yeah, I do, because they, you know, they shouldn't be out uh, playing with other people or getting in big groups or going to the club. Look, I don't do it, but I know a lot of players like to go to strip clubs. They like to party, and that's fine, as long as it's in the off season. And hell, as far as I'm concerned right now, is the off season. But 
You can't go. It's too many people. Those strip clubs get full, Aaron. They get really full. Now, are you concerned about players staying in shape? A little bit. I'm going to be honest with you, at least for the modern NBA, and that is a concern. Because back when I played, you know. I you mean, could be fat. You could you be could fat be when fat. you played. You could be fat. You could be tall and lanky. As long as you can shoot the ball. And look, Aaron, that's what I did. I shot the ball, you know? Oh, you're one of the greatest shooters of all time. Thank you. But, I mean, could I play in today's NBA? I think so. Really? Yeah. I mean, you think, you, the, you, you think you could like stack up against like LeBron? I think, I mean, not like toe to toe, but I could be a, I could be a third splash brother, Aaron. L- like who, who would you play with? You put me on them golden state warriors and I'll be splashing right along Curry and clay, you know, you, you just shoot threes. I just put me up there. I, I mean, I couldn't do it right now. Because the, the two of them play the point. You you were more of a power forward when you played, and you, you'd get in the paint. Right. But, you know, I'm going to hit them long twos. I'm going to hit mean, them long yeah. twos, Aaron. Yeah, you got to get the step backs. So Those fadeaways. Yeah, I think I could do it. I mean, shorts are a little long, <laughs> you know, even though they're getting short again. They're, they're a little long for me. Now, have you been staying in shape during the quarantine? Trying. I'm trying, you know, I got, uh, what, what is your daily routine look like right now? Okay. Daily routine. I'm up 6 30 AM every morning, no matter what, been doing it since I was a kid back then it was because I had to get up, help my parents on the farm. But now it's to, you know, I got to feed the dogs and the dogs here. They don't eat dog food. They eat human food that I share with them. So I start at 6 30. I start cooking. I'm making the bacon. I'm making the eggs. I'm making the waffles. I'm making the pancakes, toast, grits, oatmeal. That is a fruit. really – oh, you're still going. Yeah, fresh fruit. Uh, i got to make the fake bacon for my daughter. She's a vegan. She's trying it out. Uh, I squeeze fresh orange juice. I squeeze fresh apple juice. And, Aaron, I don't have a fruit squeezer juicer. I do it all by hand. Wait, you, you squeeze apples by hand? By hand. I, my, how, how, how do you get the juice out? Uh, it takes a long time and it hurts a lot, but you can taste it. You can taste the love and you can taste, honestly, I mean, it's gross, but you can taste the love and the blood and the sweat because all three of those things are happening at the same time because apples hurt to squeeze. This is every morning? This is every morning. So that's 6.30. I get up. I start doing that. 2 p.m. Breakfast is done. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would imagine that would take quite a while. So we've already missed lunch. We don't do lunch in the bird household. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like just a very large brunch. Right, yeah, it's a big old brunch. We sit down all day, we talk about what our day was, what our night was. And then, two, so 2 o'clock, breakfast is over, time to work out. Now, my hands are already as strong as rocks. I tell you, I've been squeezing apples for 45 years. So then it comes to hit the gym. Now we look, I'm better off than a lot of people right now. People are in small apartments. People are in the city. I got a mansion, Aaron. I mean, I'm, I don't want to be a brag, but I mean, I would assume property is a lot less uh, expensive out in Indiana. It is. I mean, you get, you get a lot for what you pay for, you know, and when you got a lot to start with already, you get a lot, you know? 
So, Aaron, I go downstairs to the first lower level because the second lower level, that's you, no one's allowed down there except for Laird. I won't tell you what's down there. So the first lower level, that's where the home gym and the home basketball court is. So the home I, basketball court. Whole thing. I got stands. I got bleachers. I have a concession stand that my wife works at sometimes. She sells the best corn fritters. She makes corn fritters that the daughter that my daughter can buy if I have friends of, which I can't right now. I was about to say that the basketball um, area must be really uh, vacant. Well, I mean, you know, for the first few weeks, we tried a little one-on-one, me and my wife, me and my daughter. It didn't go well because, Aaron, I'm better than all of them. I mean, I'm an all-star legend basketball player, and they are short. So is this giving you a little, like, false confidence? Like, you believe you can do more than you can actually do? I mean, I would say no, but the other day I did call LeBron James on the phone and I did tell him, I t- as soon as it's over, I said, you and me, buddy, one-on-one. And he and he laughed and hung up. And, uh, and that hurt, first of all, because I'm surprised he answered. I called a few times and it went to voicemail the first few times. And then he finally answered and he said, who is this? And I said, King, it's Larry Legend. And he said, what do you want? And I said, when this is over, we're going to go one-on-one and I'm going to take you. And he laughed. And it sounded like he had a room full of people, Aaron. I don't, I'm not going to like call the police on him, but it sounded like he had a room full of people because there was so much laughter. And then Now there up. are, yeah, there are some athletes out there that are getting in trouble for actually still throwing parties. Uh, Dak Prescott from the Dallas Cowboys had like 30 people over for his birthday recently. Well, that's, I mean, that's Texas, you know, that's how Texas is almost open as far as, as far as I'm concerned. And oh, really? Te- yeah. I mean, Texas is ready to open just now. I just saw, look, I don't want to get into politics, you know, cause you and I might be different. I'm a white guy who spent most of my time in Boston and Indiana. I mean, Boston is quite, quite a blue state. I have to say, you know, I, I, I don't know if you know about me. Lifelong Celtics fan, love oh, the Red wow. Sox, love the Patriots. So I mean, you're I I'm like fanboying out right now. I I can't believe I've got you on the podcast. Yeah, well, uh, this might be weird to ask Aaron, but who is your favorite Celtic of all time? You can be honest. You can be honest. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce, and he's a great Celtic, fantastic yeah. Celtic. He's the truth. He's the truth. That's a pretty good nickname. I mean, it's no Larry Legend, but it's a pretty good nickname, you know. Why? Why? Who are you afraid I was going to say? I mean, I, 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 I mean, as long as you didn't say like, you know, Shaquille O'Neal or something like that, who was here for a cup of coffee, or you know, Marcus Smart or something like that. Some mo- oh, some Marcus mo- Smart is great though. I love Marcus Smart. I got nothing wrong with him, but. He's a modern player, you know. I, uh, someone from the a little older time. I mean, Paul Pierce is a little modern too, but he got a later start. So, yeah, I mean, uh, there was an overlap between you and Paul. Actually, when you were coaching, Paul was playing, so yeah, there was an overlap there. But, um, you know, who was the, like the last player that you were like, this is the player that's ending an error that I was a part of? I mean. That like a Celtic or just anyone? 
Just anyone. anyone. Who who you're like, that was the last bastion of what I used to play. Gosh. I mean, I think my brain first went to like, I mean, it might even be, gosh. Last was it Co- was it was it Kobe? No, because Kobe's later. Kobe's a little later. I mean, it might have been. I mean, it might have been like a Magic Johnson type. I don't know. I mean, was it Jordan? I thought about saying Jordan too. Did you watch the Jordan doc? I, I did. I did see the first two episodes of that. I got a lot of free time because, like I said, breakfast ends at two. I work out and play basketball from two o'clock to two forty-five. And then from 2.45 to 5 p.m. when I go to bed is when I watch TV and have my dinner, which is always a smart one's lasagna. Wait, so you spend all that time making breakfast? Yeah, it's most and then you just, And then you just, like, have, like, this instant lasagna for dinner? Yeah, it's the most important meal of the day, Aaron. And, Aaron, look, if you wait, spent wait. as much time as I do preparing breakfast, you don't want to touch food again. Until you do it the next morning at six thirty a.m. I've been told that it's like better for you if you have a bunch of small meals than like one big one. Did a doctor tell you that? Yes. Mm. See, my my knowledge, my doctrine, comes from what my mother taught me, what my father beat into me, and what my friends told me growing up. You know. But like I feel like you're you're still making like breakfast during like prime work hours where you could be getting stuff done. I mean, what am I supposed to be doing? Right now, I can be making breakfast till 2 p.m. and it's fine. Yeah, when the NBA season is on and people are playing basketball, it's a little problematic, all right? I don't have my cell phone near me. I'm not checking emails. I missed some stuff, you know? Were there some trades that were supposed to happen that didn't happen because I was making brunch? Yes. You know, did we lose some players and make some players angry because I was making breakfast? Of course. But you can't, you know, when you have a routine, you got to stick to it, you know? Yeah, and uh, sometimes that routine, like, gets in the way, you know? Like, that seems like a lot of carbs that you're eating, you know? And not a lot of, like, you know, uh, vegetables. Well, Aaron, I didn't say we eat all that I make. Most of it gets thrown away, you know? What? Why are you making it then? It's the routine. You know, when I first started doing that, I was a little kid. And back then I had had numerous brothers and sisters. I had my mom. I had my dad. I had the people next door that took care of us and their kids. People on the other side of the street that took care of us and their kids. I was making breakfast for everybody, for the whole town almost. But, and that never got out of me. So I wake up every morning at 6.30 a.m. I make enough breakfast to feed a small army, throw most of it away. You don't think that's wasteful? I do think it's wasteful. But then why do you do it? Routine. Jeez, Larry. Uh, I mean, everyone, I think, has been forced to change their routines right now and, like, alter the way they live. How have you altered the way you live? I'm not going for long walks outside like I used to. But I'm sure you, like, own, like, a large property. Like, couldn't you just, like, walk around your yard? No, I can't because I've opened up my property to be used as makeshift hospitals if needed. Oh, really? Well, that's quite, you know, uh, generous of you. 
Yeah, you're not no afraid one... of being so close to the COVID? Well, no, it hasn't happened yet. I just I called the governor and I said, it's there if you need it. I won't touch it until this is over. It's there. Just give me the call. And they haven't called yet. So it's not being touched. All my grass is dead. Aaron, I had the most beautiful willow trees and apple trees. My yard was like a real-life animal uh, crossing, to be honest with you. Wow. And now that's all dead. Are you playing Animal Crossing? I watched my daughter play Animal Crossing. Uh, How's her island looking? It's good. You know, I thought that she was going to have her own island because when she told me she needed 60 bucks to have her own island on, first of all, that was a big confusion. I said, 60 bucks for her own island? I don't think that's going to get you very much. And she said, no, daddy, it's a game. And I said, well, it sounds like a game. Someone's taking you for a full 60 bucks for an island. You know, I said, if you want to pay 60 bucks for an island, I got a bridge in Brooklyn I'll sell you. So what happened, then she explained to me what a Nintendo was. And that took that took the whole four hours I was awake. You know, as soon as brunch ended, she told me about the Nintendo game. And it was bedtime. But she told me it was her own personal island. But now I watch her play it, and it's full of other creatures. Yeah. You know? uh, video games are, uh, you know, a good escape. Because you can basically do anything in them. Well, I can do almost anything without playing a video game. But that could just be that false confidence that I got from beating my wife in basketball 21-2. to two. She scored two points on me, Aaron, but that's it. You only scored 21? We were playing to 21. Oh, okay. That's why I'm like, you might have lost your step, you know? Oh, I definitely lost a step. I mean, Aaron, I'm an old man, you know? Knees yeah, hurt. You're, yeah, you're, hurt. You're, you're 63. You look good. But that's 63 in basketball years. Those are like dog years as far as I'm concerned. Bas- playing professional sports, you know, a dog is seven years for every one year a human lives. Basketball, pfft. I mean, to make math easy, let's just say it's 10 years for every one year. So, yeah, I mean, hey, you know, Tom Brady's still playing and he's like 43, you know? Yeah, well, Tom Brady, you know, I've met Tom Brady. So have I. He's been on the pod. Has he really? Yeah. Do you guys talk about how he kissed his son in the mouth or no? Yeah, no, He. we just basically talk about how he only wants to play with players that have hot bodies. I mean, that's something that a lot of professional athletes feel, but don't usually talk about. So you got the inside scoop. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, and it, it made perfect sense because, like, look at Rob Gronkowski. He's got chiseled abs. You hot know? body. Got a hot body. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyways, Larry, uh, I want to switch gears here. Uh, we do a couple speed rounds on this podcast. The first game we like to play here is uh, Fuck, Mary Kill. Oh, basically, bro, I, 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 yeah. Swear word right out the gate there, Aaron. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. We we like to swear here sometimes. But can basically, we, I, can we can we can we just since you're talking to Larry Lynch and I'm look, I'm I'm an old man. I'm an old man from the south. I go to church every Saturday. Saturday? Yeah, we do church on Saturday in the Larry Bird family. We have a church that's so I'll tell you that's what's in the second. Are, are, are you sure it's not a synagogue? Because that's the the Jewish Sabbath is uh, on who? Saturday. A synagogue. What what is that? It's uh where Jewish people go to pray on Saturdays. No, I never heard of it. What we do is we do church in my second basement every Saturday. We invite Reverend Tim to come over. Not anymore. Now he does it digitally. Saturdays. He says that Sundays are for the Lord. 
and we shouldn't even meet and talk about the Lord on Sundays. So do it on Saturdays. Okay. Well, let's play um, Sleep With, Mary Kill. Is that, All right. Is that better? Yeah, I'm not great about kill either, but you know what? Let's just let's just let's go with that. I want to help you move along. I don't want to be right. I don't want to be a lodge in this log flume. All right. Well, the three names are Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, Sha- mm-hmm. Shaquille O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal, and Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. First thing I'm going to say is that those are all men, and two of those things revolve being intimate with a man. You know, it, it, it's uh, 2020. Get with the times. All right. So this is just a game that we're playing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. N- none of this is legally binding. All right. Uh, it's Michael Jordan. Who was the second one? Uh, Shaquille O'Neal Shaquille and then O'Neal. Magic Johnson. And it's sleep with, marry, or kill. Yes. I mean, I'm going to kill Magic Johnson. I mean, he took the game that I love and made it too fast and I couldn't play that much anymore because he showed up and he made the game faster. Yeah, and uh, he beat you uh, several times. Yes, he did. Well, it was kind of a changing of the guards, if you will. And uh, so first things first, I'm going to murder Magic Johnson and you asked me to tell you how I would do it. So what I would do is I would sneak into his room while he's sleeping, right? And what I would have is, is I would have a big old knife in my hand, right? Now, it's kind of like a fish knife, like a paring knife, which you might use to gut a fish. So I take the sheets off Magic Johnson, and he wakes up, and he says, Larry, what are you doing in here? And I say, I got to kill you now. I got to kill you, Magic. And he says, no, you don't, Larry. You don't have to do it. We, we're friends now. We put all that behind us. And I said, I never forgot what you did to my game that I love. You made it too fast. And you made it so that my game, my slow game, slow and steady wins the race, no longer was good. You took that from me. And then I would stab him and kill him. So then wow, said, that, that sounds very premeditated. I've never thought about that before in my life, Aaron. Now, do I have the knife that when I said that, do I know the knife that I'm thinking of that's in my kitchen? Yes, I do. Do I know where Magic Johnson lives? I sure do. Have I been to his house? Uh-huh. Would I do those things? I don't think so. Okay. Well, you know, as long as they're just ideas and not anything actionable. Right. You know, you're, you're fine. You're fine to think thoughts. Right. Yeah. You ever heard of pure O, Aaron? I have not. It's a form of OCD when you have unpure thoughts at random times. Like you often think about just like driving your car off a cliff or something. And I think I have that, but only related to Magic Johnson. I never have unpure negative thoughts unless I'm talking about Magic Johnson, which is my brain immediately goes to murdering him, showing his dead body to his family, and then having them look me in the eye and say, I'm sorry that 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 Magic took the game that you love from you and made it too fast. So the rest of the game was to sleep with and marry, you said? Yeah, and you got uh, Shaquille O'Neal and Michael Jordan. All right, I'm going to marry my uh, Shaquille O'Neal. And you wanted to know what the wedding is going to be like. It'll be a nice southern wedding, former plantation. So it's big, sprawling fields, huge house, you know. All my family's there. They're laughing at how big Shaquille O'Neal is. They've never seen him before. They say, you've seen him on TV, never in person. They say, Daddy. I mean, you know, you're you're quite big yourself. Yeah, but like 
I'm not seven foot two, four hundred pounds. You know. Yeah. That's fair. I of course would be wearing a very beautiful white dress. Uh, with my back exposed. Low okay. Cut, low cut in the back, maybe just a little bit of my butt crack showing. I would have extensions put in, give me long blonde hair. Just in the back, though. Just like a mullet in the back, down to my butt. That covers up the butt crack from the open back of the dress. Remember I said the back of the dress is open. Oh, for sure. Shaquille O'Neal is wearing Tommy Hilfiger suit from 2001. The inside is covered in the Tommy logo. The outside is a beautiful navy blue, you know? He's underneath that suit. He's wearing the Celtics jersey that he wore for the one year he was in Boston. Or was he there for two years? I think it was one year. Either way, this is before I kill Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson is the one that does the ceremony. I make him, he's always wanted to marry Shaquille O'Neal, and I make him watch me as I do it. Then the reception is in my basketball court where we play a game of basketball. And everyone's got to let me win because it's my wedding day, damn it. I've been dreaming about this since I was a little boy. And the cake is chocolate. So then I guess that means I have to sleep with Michael Jordan. Oh, okay, we're back. Uh, sorry, uh, I, I, that, I, I uh, you know, got a little like sidetracked there. I drifted off the bit. Yes, sleep with you. Yeah, sure. I, like I was, I was imagining it. It was beautiful. It was, yeah. it was gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, was your real wedding like that? No, my real wedding was a shotgun wedding in that we all had shotguns and we fired them into the air. And what that did is it scared off the pigeons. Where, where my real wedding happened, it was in a pigeon farm, which is where they grow pigeons. And by grow, I mean raise, of course. So we had to scare the pigeons away. And then we had a beautiful wedding. Uh, I wasn't wearing a dress. I was wearing a suit. Um, my wife had on a beautiful white dress, long blonde hair, back of a dress. You know what? Come think of it. I just named her. When I said a dress I would wear to marry Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, it sounded sound like her dress. dress. Yeah, it was her dress. dress. Yeah. 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 So not very imaginative on my part, but uh, it's a beautiful dress. And I always picture what it looked like wearing it. And um, and then the pigeons come back really quickly. So you guys want to run away and the wedding's over. You quickly. never told me what you'd wear to kill Magic Johnson. Oh, 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 I'm wearing black ski mask. I'm wearing uh, a LeBron James jersey and I've painted my skin black. So, uh, so then, so Michael Jordan, what would happen is he, do I have to tell you how we, like, is, is he up for this or do I have to convince him? This is just a game. I was just asking for what name goes into what category. You didn't have to, like, describe how it happens. Aaron, I take every game very seriously. I am a Hall of Fame basketball player. I play tic-tac-toe with the intentions of destroying who I'm playing against. My daughters refuse to play games with me because I'm so competitive. So Michael Jordan comes up to me and he says, hey, I heard that you picked me in this game that you did this podcast. Did you sleep with me? And I'd act all coy and I'd say, I don't know what you're talking about, MJ. And he'd say, I know you said it. Just admit to it. And I'd say, all right, fine. I said it. And he would say, well, I've been thinking about it too. And I'd say, oh, really? And then we would go, and this is after I killed Magic Johnson. We'd have sex in the bed where I killed Magic Johnson. And it'd be like a, a scene in True Blood where they have sex on top of dead bodies. Oh, wow. That's uh, scary. This is your game, Aaron. I'm just playing your game. 
Okay. Um. So uh, sorry, I I was just like, you know, uh, a little shooken by that. But uh, back to uh, what we what we had scheduled to play. Mm-hmm. Um, the next game we play is a little word association. All Basically, right. I say a word, mm-hmm. you say the first thing that comes to your mind. All right. Do I get a second to think about it? Uh, it's like first reaction. Okay. All right. So first word, ball. Mm. So ball makes me think of a basketball, which is what I did for to get my money when I was younger. I played basketball. I was on the Boston Celtics, and now I work in the front office. Next word. What's that? Next word. Oh, we're going on? Okay. Hoop. Hoop. It's funny you say hoop. That makes me think of basketball again, which, again, is what I played when I was younger. Uh, I played for the Boston Celtics. Legendary basketball player. Very legendary. Next word. All right, we're still going on. All right, next, next word. Next word. Okay. Swish. So, oh, swish. Gosh, Aaron, you know, that, that's the noise that the basketball makes when it goes in the hoop. So you're just telling a story right here. I played basketball. You know, that's what I did. Buzzer. What was that? Buzzer. 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 Buzzer makes me think of, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking I'm going to say like a buzzer beater, which is basketball. But instead, I'm going to say that it's Robert Parrish used to always keep one of them hand buzzers in his hands. When you shook your hand, it shocked you. He was a little kid or he always wanted to be a clown. So it always, I mean, it hurt. Next word. Next word. Mm -hmm. Win. 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 Nothing's coming to mind, Aaron. I'm sorry. Loss. Loss. Win. Champion. Champion. Next word. You're, you're, all right. And the last word is breakfast. Oh, breakfast. Okay. So breakfast makes you think of this podcast. All right. Well, that's about all we have time for today, Larry. I want to thank you for stopping by. Is there anything you want to say to our listeners before you head out? Uh, yeah. So, look, y'all, it's a ter- it's a terrifying time out there. We're all really scared. Um, I'd invite you over to my house uh, to play basketball, church Saturday morning. I'd make you breakfast. God knows I need someone to eat this breakfast. I... The store has told me that if I just donated even half of the food that I cooked, I would be feeding families for weeks, but I just can't do it. I need someone to eat this food, but I can't. So if you have, you know, when all this is over, everyone come to Larry's house. I'm making breakfast, 6.30 a.m. It's ready by 1.30. We eat at 1.45. It's over at 2 o'clock. I'll see you then. All right. Well, thank you, Larry, for stopping by. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you all next time. Bye, everybody. Thank you again for listening to the Yes and I Am podcast. This podcast has been completely improvised. So instead of having the actual Larry Bird with us here today has been my buddy, Brian Jackson. How's it going, man? Yes, and I am Brian Jackson. Uh, I'm really good, Aaron. How are you? 
you know, I'm I'm holding in here. You know, it's good to be hosting the show again, and uh, you know, making the best of things. How does this program work? Because it looks like it works really well, and it sounds really good. And I don't know why people don't use this to do podcasts more. Um, you know, uh, so for the audience listeners out there right now, Brian isn't actually in my room right now, Oops, like we normally sorry. record. <laughs> no, no worries. Uh, we I'm using a, an uh, application called Zencaster, um, which is a great application for podcasters out there that are looking to record their podcast remotely. Um, they're actually free until July right now. Uh, the service and it's a great service. It like allows you to record multiple tracks and then you download it into your thing and uh, it it, it uh, gets the job done. It looks cool. It looks like it's professional and that it works and it's free till July. Wow. Yeah, because of the uh, COVID and they're like, you know what? We can't in our good hearts charge people for this when uh, we want to keep podcasts alive. You know what? I am just amazed every day at the generosity of these corporations. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, Headspace giving away free access to to their app. I mean, Zencaster giving you free podcasting. I mean, wow. Like, I thought that we needed like, testing kits and we needed better access to hospitals and medicine, but it turns no, out... No, we, we need uh, med- meditation and a podcast. Yeah, and, you know, Popeye's is doing free delivery if you order through the app, so we're really Ooh. we're really living in, in, in quite a time right now. Is uh, Popeye's by you open? It is. Uh, I actually ordered it two days ago for the first time. I've been, like, wanting it the last, like, month and a half. Did and... you get the chicken sandwich? Hell yeah, dog. That's I mean, I got the chicken sandwich and I got like a four piece chicken, which I ate half of, and that's in the fridge for later. I've I've nice. I reached the part of quarantine where I'm buying things now. That's what I'm doing. I mean, if you're still working right now, it's good to keep the economy afloat. You know, to like support small businesses like Popeye's Chicken. Uh-huh, yep. But uh, I am actually supporting smaller businesses though. I I ordered. Um, from so, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, but I'm giving everyone all of my money, the ones that really matter. I bought a TV from Best Buy. I gave money to, you know, Sally Mae. I gave money to Marlboro, you know, the people that need it the most. Oh, for sure. So, Larry Bird. Um, yeah. For the listeners out there, right before, like, I, I uh, we started recording, I tell the guests who they're going to play. And, uh, Brian goes to me. He's like, I was thinking maybe you would choose Larry Bird for me. I honestly did. I did. I really thought that that happened this morning. I was walking my dogs. And I was like, I, so it, it, it went. It went. Here, I'll, 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 I'll break down the whole process for you. I thought, uh, not knowing who you've done before, because I don't listen to your podcast. I apologize. Um, I thought maybe it'd be Chris Farley. Uh, I'm a fat guy. I thought maybe you think that would be a good uh, one-to-one. And then I was like, no, maybe not. And I was like, um, maybe you don't. Rule of thumb, I people. don't do dead people. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. So then I was like, well, uh, the Michael Jordan doc is happening. That's in the zeitgeist. I know that you're a big Celtics fan. I know that you uh, know that I like basketball. And I, But I was like, oh, but like so many NBA players are black. And I was like, there's no way he'll let me do a black person. So I thought you would do Larry Bird. And that's what happened. I mean, that's fair. Uh, I think this is the... Uh, fourth basketball player i've done i've done uh lebron i did Kyrie, 
and maybe there's a third. I feel like I did one other, well, but you did, uh, you it did, might be just you did third. Tom. Tom. Oh, you said basketball, not not just sports. yeah for basketball, not just sports. Um, weird thing about the Tom Brady discussion. Breaking news while we were recording. <gasps> what? Uh, Rob Gronkowski got traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> That's so funny. While we've been recording this podcast. That's so funny. He, he, he got out of retirement and traded to Tampa Bay. That's so funny. Him, what a kick in the nuts for him, the Patriots. And Tom Brady love each other. They're best friends. Um, oh, for sure. So he's going to make. It was, just, it was just funny that like I was literally just talking about Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. That was the first thing you said. The, talking about good bodies. And, you said Gronkowski. Yeah, no, and then I, like, later looked at my phone. Like, I hadn't looked at my phone yet. And I was just like, what? That's really funny. I'm trying he didn't to say it. Gronk didn't say anything when he was on the podcast about, um, so he's got, he's good at keeping secrets. Did that, did you just have Gronk on recently? Yeah, it was, uh, a few weeks ago. He was, like, talking about him being on The mass Singer, actually. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of well-tread territory, and I apologize for bringing up the same stuff on every one of your podcasts. Oh, no. I mean, you know, sometimes a theme arises, and we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, Apparently, athletes love being on The mass Singer. Yeah. I mean, athletes can't. I'm like a firm. I uh, think that, like, if you're really good at one thing, you kind of, like, lose other things. So a lot of, like athletes can like only do sports and if they do interviews they just like have like one word answers um because they just have, don't really have a personality because they're just like they don't have to have one but if they can sing they're like cool let's do that like that i can do what's gronkowski on the mass singer yeah he was really bad yeah that makes sense and like he made it to like really far he made it into like four songs deep so it's like four episodes um do people usually in this second part of your podcast, do they usually ask you if it was good? If the first part was good? I mean, I, you know, uh, they don't normally. <laughs> it's more like expressing of like what the experience was like. Uh -huh. you know? um, did you know a lot about Larry Bird? I knew enough. I mean, I knew like who he was and what he looks like, and what team he plays for. Uh, it was funny because was really before good. when we were supposed to record yesterday, it was going to be a completely different episode. Oh, really? Yeah, I I was, I was like thinking like of doing a 420 episode. Oh, I missed I would 420. Have had, yeah, I would have had you play Woody Harrelson, which would have been very funny. Oh man, I could have talked about white men can't jump, and Zombieland, and the fact that he thinks that coronavirus is being caused by the 5G. Oh no, definitely, <laughs> I definitely want to talk about that. Well, let's talk about it now because I feel the same way. So I think that if it's not causing <laughs> it, it is at least making it harder to treat. And I don't have the science to back that up, but I believe the 100% you should do. Oh, uh, uh, don't worry, we're going to have Woody Harrelson on the podcast. Okay, good, good, good. Um, so was it good? Another, Did I do a good yeah, job? It was fun. Yeah, no, it was great. Uh, it was fun. Uh, uh, one of the other people I was thinking of having you play, like when you agreed to it initially, like mm -hmm. a little years ways ago. back, was I think, <laughs> you, you know, for for the listeners out there that don't know our relationship, <laughs> me and Brian were uh, on a sketch team together for a year. Mm -hmm. And like almost every week I was like, hey, Brian, you should do my podcast. And he's like, oh, 
I got work and stuff. Well, let's go further behind the curtain a little more. Uh, Aaron lives as far away as he could from me. Um, and that's part of We live in the same city. <laughs> you know, there's people li- listening to this in other states, Brian. Right, but they don't know. Like, going from city to city in a state is nothing. Going from Brooklyn to Queens, and I'm not saying which one of us lives where. I have to figure that out. Um, oh, no, they know I live in Queens. Oh, okay. Well, I live in Brooklyn. It's impossible. And I hate the train anyway. And now I have a reason to hate the train. And look at this. Another silver lining. We got free Headspace. We got free Zencaster. And you got me on your podcast. Wow. For sure. But yeah, no. Uh, when we, uh, In the recent iteration of you being like, oh, now I actually have time to do this. I was thinking like, oh, who else is in the news right now? And I was like, I wonder how Brian would do playing Josh Gad. See, so here's the thing about Josh Gad. Is Josh Gad in the news? Yeah, he like recorded himself singing. Uh, like he was part of like a big like celebrity group that sang. Uh, I think it was uh John Lennon's Imagine, mm-hmm. like it, over like you know uh, Zoom or something, and they yeah. all recorded it and put it on social media. And he, like also just Josh Gad has been like posting videos of himself like almost daily, just like crying. <laughs> so here here is my take on josh gad so i lived in washington dc for six years and for three or so of the years that i was there i was on an um i don't know what the fuck i'm doing like a a podcast voice right now i'm talking very seriously i don't know what's going on um and i was on this musical improv team called i'm musical that's directed by this man named travis plager who lives in new york for a long time if you know musical improv you might know who he is um oh quick aaron do you know who he is no, I don't. Okay. He directed this, like, two women musical improv team called I Eat Pandas in New York for a while. You know that name? Oh, no. You sound, that noise sounded like, oh, like you did. Okay, never mind. So. Uh, That's just me doing my Jeff Goldblum impression. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, so, um, uh, so uh, Travis, he, um, uh, so. So when do we get to Josh Gad in this story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So musical improv whatever um i did it he was the director um and then one day he's he's very complimentary he'll tell complimentary he'll tell you if um complimentary i don't know he'll tell you like what you're doing well that he needs you on the team etc to make you feel better better and he was like brian like we really we love your energy on, like on the team you're like really great on the team he's like you're not like a leading man type he's like you're more of like a josh gad type like you're you're, you're, you're <laughs> a josh gad type which means you are fat and you can sing okay uh that's what that means <laughs> so that's so that's my uh josh gad story is that i am a josh gad type oh no <laughs> i don't know if i'd want to be branded as that he meant it as a compliment and uh well, you could have like said you're like you know a chris farley type but Chris Farley, but like it, it was like it's very like specific. Like brought his like reference points are Broadway and things like that. So like that's like what he he's like. I could see you in roles like a Josh Gad type roles, which to me at the time meant I was ready to be in fucking Book of Mormon. Book so, of Mormon. Yeah. I mean that that's a good compliment, I guess. I took it I, I, as such. I I just like love to make fun of josh gad because he's like such a disney-fied person yeah have you watched any of the avenue five show or whatever 
on HBO. What's Avenue Five? Is it called that? It's the it's the space show where he's like in space. Oh yeah, no, I I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I haven't watched it. He plays like a Richard Brand type, and it's terrible. Like he's like the worst part of the show. The show's not great, and then he's bad. In it. <laughs> okay, it doesn't sound like I should watch it then. But if for whatever reason this gets back to Josh Gad and he needs someone to fill in for him or to play his. Uh, not body double at this point i've gotten a lot fatter i I feel no i feel like you're too tall to be josh gad though is he really short yeah he's like five seven i'm not that much taller than that guy i'm five ten no you're you you, really maybe he's shorter than do i do i do i come off taller than i am (laughs) yeah no you come off as like like a taller dude i have the confidence of a six foot to a uh, white guy who grew up with money and the jokes on everybody. I'm five ten and poor. And so wait, so wait, so wait, <laughs> so wait. You have the confidence of uh, Jace Durevin Madura. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I have the confidence of a Jace Stephen Madura. Uh, is that who you're talking about, Maduras? Who is that? I don't know. I don't know how to say his last name. He spells it differently every time. I'm I also see it. not sure if that's even his real last name because I don't know what his real name is. And is this part of the podcast now talking about people? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. It's talking about people we know in this like small little circle. So yeah, and like wondering if they hear this podcast yeah. and respond. That's really funny. That's actually a great way to see if people listen to, to talk shit. Oh, so, I've talked about my parents several times. Um, I've like come out to my parents on this podcast to know that they don't listen to it. <laughs> yeah. That's... I was like, uh, mom, dad, I'm pansexual. And um, I'm saying it right now, too. I guarantee you they're not listening. Yeah. I would say something to my wife to see if she listens, but she's in the other room. So I'm not going to do that because she'll hear it. She says, she's but yeah. So have you been oh, amazing? <laughs> Tell Carrie I say hi. Aaron says hi. She said hello with a U. Amazing. I love I love the world of podcasting where you can get just random guests that are just also living with you. Is this fun podcast? Um, sure. <laughs> but anyways, have you been working on anything while in uh, quarantine? Um. So a buddy and I, uh, like a year and a half ago finished a feature length movie and then kind of like didn't touch it again for a long time. But then as soon as this quarantine happened, I was like, fuck it, let's go back and work on it. So we like fixed up some stuff and submitted it to a few festivals and a few things like that. Um, And uh, that's what we've done. And I have some ideas for stuff, but mostly I'm just watching TV. Amazing. You know, um, anything good on TV? Yeah. So we're watching uh True Blood. Oh boy, okay. This is where the podcast loses control. Why? <laughs> uh welcome to the True Blood Talk, where we talk about old episodes of True Blood. Ooh, do you want to hear some of my favorite lines from True Blood? So True Blood overall is like a pretty bad show, but it's also really good. Just give me some good lines. Give, give, give me give me them uh, that gold. Okay, you ready? He, yeah. uh, so I'll set the scene for you, and then I'll say the line. Oh boy! So Al Seed is a werewolf. He's a he's he's played by uh, what's his name? Gary? Save us the history. Give us the line. What's his name? Sophia Vergara's husband. Sophia Vergara's husband. We know who that is. Great. 
I know who Sofia Vergara is. Oh, Manganiello. Jo- Joe Man. Oh, Joe Manganiello. Yes, plays a werewolf, and uh, he's killing vampires. And when when vampires die in True Blood, they kind of explode and turn into liquid. And this one vampire watches his friend gets killed, and he says, "When we die, we're goo." And it was so great. Um, another great thing about True Blood. I'll keep doing this. This is no one wants to hear this at all. Is uh, is that the, one of the main characters, Bill, uh, vampire Bill, is terrible, um, and he shouldn't be given lines because he can't really act. But uh, I don't know. Whatever. It's not really fun anymore. Well, okay, one more, and then I'm done. Okay. In season four, or is it five? It's five. I don't know. We learn about so there's this thing called the Authority, and they are like oh. they are like the vampires who like keep everything together. Like they have this agreement with the world that they will be um, out, but not really acting like vampires. But we learn that there's this religion of vampires who believe that God was a vampire and made vampires in His image. Ah. Oh. So th- I'm giving away big spoilers for True Blood. Spoiler warning. So we get. We meet these people, and one of the people of this religion, who their god is named Lilith, has infiltrated the authority, and they're trying to figure out who the spy is, <laughs> and, and it's this little kid vampire, and they know that he is a, a follower of this religion because they play a video. You never see the video because they put the laptop in front of the kid, but you just hear it, and you hear this little kid eating this pe- this like human, and he says, you are food to me, because these People, these, oh. these vampires who follow this religion believe that God made humans to be food for vampires. And that's okay. true blood. And we're almost done with it. And it's really bad and also really good. Wait, well, all that buildup was for you to say, you are food to me? You are food to me. Yep. All that buildup was just for that. And uh, look, look, as, as mad as you are that I took 35 seconds to explain it and then to give that, I've been watching the show for six seasons and I have two lines there like a lot. So that's how I feel wow. about But it's also um, extremely horny. So we'll watch TV that's very horny. Watch True Blood. Yeah, uh, I, I've heard there's a lot of uh, nudie shots. There is a lot of full frontal. There's a lot of bush in the season we're watching right I, now. I, I, don't know, I don't know if Larry Bird would approve. No, he's a bit of a prude. Um Especially on Saturday. Although, although I don't know if you would be like approve of the show I've been binge watching, which is which is uh, Steven Universe, mm. which I watched from episode one till almost end. I've I've almost finished Steven Universe Future. That's when they're like teenagers. Uh, I mean, he's a teenager. Um, like everyone else has been alive for thousands of years. Okay. Yeah, I've seen some of that show. It's pretty good. It's fun. Yeah, no, it's 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 a little ray of happiness in this uh, chaotic world we're in right now. Yeah, I watched Joker the other day. We talk about that. No, <laughs> we're not talking about the Joker. We've already had a Joker episode. Did you have? We had, the Joker? We had Joaquin. We had Joaquin Phoenix on the podcast. Oh, so you had the Joker. You had one of the Jokers. Yeah, I mean, maybe I bring on Jared Leto soon and be like, "Hey, so." Uh, what do you got going on? You gonna be Joker again? What's 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 the oh, deal? I wish I could have been Jared Leto. So I could have only talked about um, Requiem for a Dream and been really depressing the entire time. I mean, most of his movies are really depressing. Uh, I still haven't watched his um, Blade Runner, but that's on my list right now. He's in a Blade Runner. Yeah, the 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 well, there's only two. 
He's in the recent one. And he's like most of it. Oh. He plays like this like blind villain. And he actually made himself wear contacts that made him blind. Very cool. That's, that's, not as, that's not as intense as like losing 45 pounds or whatever he did for like working for a dream and then also for no, Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club, yes. Mm-hmm. But Joaquin I, Phoenix I, I, lost a bunch of weight for Joker. He was yeah, but he's he's a very crazy. These are very insane mentally people who I would not want to be quarantined with. Yeah, I mean, if it was in their house, I'd think about it because it'd be really nice. They have a big yard, probably a pool. Yeah, I, I imagine Larry Bird's place is pretty sweet. I, be, I bet he has like horse stables. Oh, for sure, and like he definitely like has like like a hundred like. 50 acres or something like that yeah like i bet he could he's got an estate he yeah. definitely has an estate yeah he probably lives on a former plantation and he can like hunt in his backyard all right well we got a little sidetracked here but we brought it back to larry bird and i think this is a good place to uh ask you if people want to see like your funny content and uh what you have going on where can they check you out um gosh i don't know you can go to my website uh, which is bjacksoninaction.com. Uh, that's my website. You can follow me on Twitter at notbriancjackson with a Y. Oh, you've been tweeting? And... No. <laughs> I've not been putting out much content at all. I'm thinking about getting on TikTok, but I probably won't. I mean, uh, you, you're pretty active on Instagram, though. Just pictures of my dog and things like that. Yeah, so if you want to see pictures of uh, Brian Jackson's dog, it's uh, B Jackson in action at on uh, Instagram as well, right? Yes, yep, it's that. And every now and then I'll do an Instagram story where I uh, make bread. I did that. Yeah, no, you did that whole like Cheddar Bay biscuit thing. Yeah, was that funny? Did people like that? It, it was. It was. I appreciated the commitment. Wow, was, that means was, that it's not funny to say I appreciated <laughs> the commitment. <laughs> It no, seems like you put a lot of was, work into it. I, I, I love that you came back as your cousin. Yeah, yeah. It seems like I really put a lot of thought into that. No, I, I was just wondering why it was an Instagram story and not an actual, like, on your feed. Because I don't... Like, it seemed like a planned moment, and I was like, what, are, is everyone supposed to be watching right now? Well, I, don't I don't have time to watch, like, an eight-part Instagram story. I don't think I know how to properly use social media because I had posted a picture of bread in my feed with the second picture being the Cheddar Bay Biscuit box. And then in my mind, I was like, and now I'll do the rest of the stuff in the story so people will just follow it there. And that's not how that works. No one does that. Yeah, I was just like, oh, is this, like, uh, <laughs> an interactive thing? Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. But um, for more hilarious content like Brian de- uh, denying that he baked Cheddar Bay biscuits from a box, they tasted really can, good though. You can find him at, at Bree Jackson in action on Instagram, and you can find us at Yes and I am on Instagram. I'll uh, post a picture of me and Brian there, and uh, you know what? Uh, you can uh, I'll tag him. You'll find him pretty easy. Uh, Thank you all for listening, and we will see you all next time. Bye.